let's just see how this goes. Whatever. It's Friday, folks. Relax. Okay. Hello out there. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. How's your week been? Oh yeah, cool. Excellent. I've had a good week as well. Glad to hear you're on board. Um, it's Friday, folks. So uh, we're getting ready for the good weekend ahead of us. We've got a long weekend coming up uh, here in WA. I think WA Day is on Monday. So we're taking the day off work or some shit like that. I don't know what WA Day is. But it's a day off, so it's a long weekend coming up, so there's a million caravans on the fucking road at the moment, everyone's getting out of Dodge. As you should be, you can't fly anywhere, so why not spread your dollars around the state, hey? And see some shit you've never seen, I really want to go on a fucking camping trip soon. It's weird, like every fucking winter I start thinking about camping because of the fucking campfire scene and all that shit, and here in WA, it's illegal to have campfires during summer is too much of a risk and so really you got to get those shoulder periods it's going to be a bit too fucking cold in the next few weeks or so because it's a romantic thing to look back on when you go camping um but it's a fucking nightmare when you're actually doing it i, I mean I, I do love camping i love taking the dog out and me and the wife just chill by a river somewhere and have fun and drink and, you know, make cocktails and all that sort of shit. We probably bring more supplies for our cocktails than our actual food. Uh, but that's just what it is. And uh, But then you realize that you're dealing with the fucking bitter cold, the condensation the next day, everything's wet. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, it's fun, but it's also a fucking nightmare at the same time. So I don't know if I can be bothered doing that soon. But we'll see. We'll see. I might go camping. I might go camping. But yeah. If you've got any plans for the long weekend, I uh, hope you have fun out there. We spoke on Monday, I think, hey guys? So there's been a bit of new music uh, since then uh, that we'll talk about later on, I guess. But um, what's been going on in your world? If you're over there in Melbourne or in Victoria, uh, things aren't getting too much better. Back into another extended lockdown and all that sort of shit. You know, make the most of it, guys, you know. Tend to those projects that you can tend to whilst locked down. Don't put them off. Might as well uh, come out of lockdown fucking roaring to go, hey? Why not? It's definitely a smarter strategy than uh, drinking yourself into a pile of mess. Although that's kind of fun too. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. There's been weird stuff going on in the world this week. Well, the last couple of weeks, I know we briefly mentioned it, like a couple of uh, a couple of episodes ago. I briefly mentioned all the disclosure UFO stuff, the military over in the US admitting that a whole bunch of shit um, is actually, you know, unknown to them. They don't know what it is. They don't. They're not saying it's aliens, but they still don't know its origins or anything like that. And I don't know. Is there the feeling in the air that no one really gives a shit right now? Like, say if like we're, we're on the brink of alien contact, right? And they can share all their beautiful technology and all the stuff that got them here and, you know, literally change the trajectory of human civilization. Um, the general zeitgeist of the planet right now is we're not in the fucking mood. You know what I mean? Like, we, we don't 
care about the next step, really. We care about getting back to where we were. So it seems like if there was this alien contact and all that sort of shit, we just care if they have a fucking better vaccine for us so we can start doing our shit. But anyway, I've been thinking about this. Like, it's kind of weird how um, it's getting taken seriously by the US government, yet there doesn't really seem to be much of a, a like a strategy about dealing with it or um how to go forward with it they're not asking for a like oh let's let's just face it guys let's step back a little bit if all this disclosure stuff was was real like and i'm not saying that aliens don't exist like fucking earth i've seen weird shit in the sky a million times like i said go camping go camping anywhere in wa and look up at the stars um late at night you'll see something that you don't know what's going on it's it's fucking guaranteed out here. See that shit all the time. Every time I go on camping, I've got the wife to just let's just fucking sit and look up for a little while, see what happens, and we always see something. Always, probably just a satellite, probably just a fucking glitch in the matrix or something else. I don't really know, but uh, it's interesting that no one's really given a shit about this stuff right now, um, where it seems like it has it the most credit it's ever had you know what i mean we've actually got pilots and u.s officials saying that yep we've seen this shit for years this is going on things are dipping and diving out of the water and uh we you know we saw them for months but we couldn't get a camera to focus stuff like that um i don't know you gotta you gotta follow the money sometimes with this sort of shit like um Let's like let's talk about Elon Musk for a little bit, right? Because he's a huge advocate of getting the fuck off this planet and trying uh, trying to seed humanity into different parts of the the solar system and obviously not really the galaxy because he's using combustion rockets. This is the big guy that's fucking all for electric cars and is giving the world electric cars and then just sort of offsetting that by blowing up heaps of shit with his other businesses. So all those carbon credits he gets from fucking Tesla is just going down the toilet when he launches a rocket, right? Uh, because my car certainly doesn't pollute the earth as much as those um, silly rockets of his. Um, I know they're not silly. You know, go to Mars, fucking fine, whatever. It seems like a fairly stupid idea. But let's face it, if there was alien technology for like, it has to be interstellar travel and it's here on earth, he would be the first one to be fucking investing money and to try and find out what the fuck's going on, right? Because it would shortcut his research and development fucking by generations, really. So if he's not interested, it's probably bullshit. And, uh, you know, make up your own mind. I, I, I know there's, there's stuff behind the scenes, but at the moment it seems like it's some kind of psyop sort of bullshit. I don't really know. It's just what it is. It's it's one of those strange things that had like humans have this like propensity to um, create sort of um, myths or like supernatural things to fill in the gaps in their own fucking perception and understanding of the world, right? I guess that's where a lot of religious sort of stuff comes from, and uh, you know, don't want to get into that too much, but you understand what I mean, right? And uh, let's face it, our fucking like perceptions and, you know, mental reconstructions of things that we apparently witnessed are fucking full of shit. Full of shit sometimes. And uh, there's like these weird 
arrogant aspects of the mind that sort of uh, justify weird phenomena sometimes and you come up with this story that's probably fucking unlikely, let's face it. Um, I don't know about you guys, but like, uh, what's a good example of this? Maybe memory. Memory is a great example of this, right? Um, I don't know about you guys, but my memory is a fucking dick. My memory is an arrogant asshole, jerk of a thing. My memory always fucking convinces me that it's got my back. You see what I'm saying? Like, if there's something I've got to do, and I'll, yeah, I'll definitely remember that, there's a part of my mind that's confident that I will remember it. And then a couple of days pass, or even just a couple of hours, and I can't fucking remember it. But the whole time, there was a part of my mind that was convincing me that, you know, we got this, bro. We're going to remember this. No worries. And that, that sort of arrogance to aspects of the mind is sort of prevalent across the board in your perceptions, in the way you reconstruct the narrative in your mind of what actually happened. Like we can fucking fool ourselves all the time. And then all of a sudden uh, you might be believing in ghosts because you don't want to admit you could be wrong. You know what I mean? Dude, this happened to me um, like two, two or three nights ago. Um, how does the story go? What happened? Okay, so I was sitting out, sitting out back. Um, the wife was out working late. And uh, so I, I had dinner on the go inside. I'm sitting out back. I'm having a cigarette, watching a stupid podcast or something like that. And fucking starting to get dark and cold. And so what I'm thinking is like, all right, it's time to sort of start opening up the house inside. So like, all right, I'm going to go in. I'm going to turn the TV on. I'm going to turn the lights on. I'm going to stir my food. I might get the fucking the rice on, all that sort of stuff, so just so dinner's ready for when the wife gets home, right? Being a good husband. And so I go to do this plan. I, I, I walk inside. I go stir the food, turn a few lights on, and then I notice that my phone needs to be charged. Like, All right. I walk down to the bedroom, chuck the phone on to be charged. As I'm walking back up the hallway, I can hear voices, right? And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I get a little bit of a chill down the spine. Who's here? What's going on? I walk into the main part of the house, and the TV's on. And I swear to God, I didn't turn the TV on, right? Or did I? I can't remember turning the TV on. I remember thinking about turning the TV on. And then I walked inside, stirred whatever the fuck was on the stove, some pork belly or some shit, went to put my phone on charge, and the TV was already on. Hey? Definitely ghosts. Definitely a ghost that enjoys watching The Simpsons while it eats as well, or something like that. I don't know. If that's the case, it's a fucking, it's a welcome ghost in my house, right? And I remember telling my wife this story like a couple of nights later, because I completely forgot about it. And she was like, oh, well, you obviously just turned the TV on. It's like, yeah, I obviously turned the TV on, but there was some part of my mind that was so fucking arrogant that couldn't remember it that convinced me otherwise. It's like, no, you didn't turn the TV on, because otherwise we would have known about it, right? I'm saying we, I'm talking about the, the collective fucking thoughts that make up an individual or whatever. Something like that. I don't know. But it's retarded how like so many gaps in our perception can be sort of twisted in a way where we are so like willing to question the fundamental physics of the entire universe just to justify what our 
shithouse fucking perceptions uh, sort of believed that they encountered or things they believed they encountered. Something like that. You know what I mean? So I know there's room for other things that you can't deny and you have to test these a bit better and all that sort of shit. But if they were testable, I, I assume we would have done it by now. I would have invented an own, my own experiments about it. You know, every night I would have thought about turning the TV on and see if it happens. Because it only happened that one time where I couldn't really be sure, but part of my mind still had the audacity to strike fear in my heart when I heard those voices. But I obviously turned the fucking TV on. I can't remember it, and I would swear on a stack of Bibles that I didn't turn the TV on. You know what I mean? But what's more likely? That I did and didn't remember it? Or that the physics of the known universe were changed for a second just to turn The Simpsons on? I don't know. Sometimes we've got to go with what's more likely sometimes, guys. But whatever. It's a weird little situation that's going on. I want to know what you guys think about all the UFO... Um, not about the UFO phenomena in general at large. The stuff that's happening now. The weird little disclosures that are happening now when people are finally releasing reports saying, oh, yes, oh, yes, all right. Check out this blurry footage and this telemetry data. And, you know, this guy was really, really smart. So he must be speaking the truth because no one smart ever fucking lied in their lives i don't know i don't know guys it is what it is but it's all fun and games like i said no one really gives a shit right now because we're dealing with the pandy wandy so come in with a good fucking vaccine and let's hit the reset button before we start going forward right i don't know about you but i don't really care about visiting another planet right now i'd rather uh fucking I'd rather go over to Canada and go snowboarding again, to be honest. That's top of my list at the moment. Jesus. Anyway, let's talk about some music. It's Friday, guys. I hope you've got a good weekend planned ahead of you. Um, I've been trying to book the fucking jazz cellar. I mentioned it a few, uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, I wanted to take my granddad for his 80th birthday out to the jazz cellar. And they have this online booking thing where you say, yeah, how many people, whatever. And then 24 hours later, they'll confirm or decline your application it's been three weeks in a row and i've been fucking declined from this place guys i said not to book it out i want to go there this is insane give me a chance so hopefully tomorrow morning it's going to be like released bookings for the next week and i hopefully will get it because i i have a feeling my grandparents don't even believe that i'm trying to book this every time i say it's declined again i kind of get a roll of the eyes from them uh, you know, or the text message, message version of a rolling of the eyes. You know, you can read between the lines sometimes. And it's, yeah, I really want to get in there. I want to party hard at the jazz cellar, but not this weekend. Don't know what I'm going to get up to. Hopefully just fucking spend some more time recording some music for you folks. And for myself, obviously. It's all a passion project of mine. Anyway, new music for this week in fact it's not even this week apparently the two albums that i'm going to chat about today um came out today which was weird because i thought i would listened to one of these yesterday but they say uh june 4th was their release date so maybe i got a little bit earlier whatever either way i got to listen to each of these albums a couple of times i'm lying about one of them and that's the album called dreamers wait dreamers are waiting that's the name of the album by Australian royalty Crowded House. 
So it's been 11 years since their last uh, studio release. So I definitely jumped on this as soon as I saw it came out. Crowded House, new album, Dreamers Are Waiting. Like I said, I'm lying about this album. I didn't listen to it twice. I listened to it once and a bit because I couldn't quite stomach it. I don't know. What do you guys think of Crowded House? I know they had some great pop moments, all that sort of stuff. But this album is, um, I don't know, it's fine. I know I say that, like normally when I say an album's fine, I mean it's kind of boring, but it does its job, something like that. You get it. Um, you got to listen to it if you're fucking interested in, you know, a, the Australian musical culture that we really get behind because Crowded House is huge. But this album was um, cute, kind of boring, kind of almost like preachy in parts a little bit. I don't want to say that in like a super bad way, but, you know, there's a bit of a political sort of bent to it, which, you know, I don't... I, I, I like, obviously, sometimes, but when it's just like thrown right in your face and it's, you know, a pretty divisive opinion and it's kind of gay and it's not really thought out and it's just because it's popular. Uh, well, think about the title of this, uh, of this album, guys. You see where, I'm, see where I'm going with this. But what well, fucking whatever. Crowded House. You've been in the game forever. It's been 11 hours since uh, your last album. You had plenty of time to do whatever. And I know, um, like, I heard somewhere in an interview, one of, the, one of the members of the band, which has changed over time. So there's, I think one of their sons is in the band now or something like that. It's like a multi-generational band. They said, they, you know, they wanted to get some fresh vibes. They didn't want to sink into the same formulas or whatever for this album. Well, they did. It's absolutely just pop rock music. It's what it is. That's the Crowded House album uh, called Dreamers Are Waiting. The dreamers are waiting at the border, guys. <laughs> or something like that. I don't fucking know. All these words are loaded these days. Who fucking cares? But um, So that album kind of sucked, but it is what it is. It's Australian royalty. They are great. They are a great band. I'm going to cover my bases with all these sorts of nice superlatives. But there was an album that I actually really enjoyed uh, this week. Like I said, this week, but I only heard this album this morning. Um, I chucked it on on my way to work. Fucking listened to it again on the way back. And then again when I got home. Uh, it was by a band out of the UK called Wolf Alice. And um, the album is called uh, Blue Weekend. Guys, really check out this album. I thought this album was fucking sweet. There was heaps of cool shit going on in it. Like a very weird style. They're kind of like a alternative rock maybe indie rock sort of vibe but there's like um some great production in it so from what i could gather this um this band started as like a like a, a duo with just a singer and guitarist and now it's grown they've obviously got drums and bass as well so i'm guessing they're a four-piece band to this day but the album is fucking wicked guys it's given me like it's got like massive attacky kind of vibes, but that's just because of like the production and the, and the, the female vocals and, and, and that sort of stuff, right? But this album's very patient. It's epic, but patient. So it's got these big grandiose chord progressions and it's got some great orchestrations and wicked things going on, but it's patient with it. It's not throwing it in your face. It's got some wicked slow vibes to it, and the vocals are fucking wicked. The harmonies are amazing. Um, and also, 
there's like cool little vibe changes throughout the album. So it's not once you hear one song, you get the whole album. Like there's there's like little punky sort of songs in there that are a bit more aggressive. And then there's the, the laid back sort of stuff. There's even some songs that fucking had me thinking of Enya somehow, which is amazing. That's a, that's a great influence to put in some kind of indie rock sort of stuff. If you call it indie rock, alt rock, I don't really know. I suck with these genres. I should really just stop even trying with that. But Wolf Alice are a fucking kick-ass band. I believe years and years ago, they were nominated for a, a Grammy of some kind for best live performance or something like that. So I guess their live show is great as well. So if you ever get a chance uh, to check them out, fucking do it. I certainly will if they ever come to um, little old Perth, Australia, you know, if it's ever worth it. Um. But yeah, Blue Weekend, what a fucking album, guys. Definitely listen to it. Definitely check it out. Remember, if you really want to um, follow all the music we talk about here on the podcast, uh, you can go ahead and subscribe or follow or whatever the fuck you do on Spotify um, to the Jam Room Companion playlist. So I'll add these albums to that playlist. When I started the playlist, like I put in the episodes of the podcast as well, but fucking who the hell wants to listen to that whilst they listen to the music? You know, that'd be random. You put this thing on shuffle play and now you're got a half hour stint with me talking nothing so yeah i don't know it's what it is uh i'll take those ones out and put in just the music for you guys and remember i'll I'll make it collaborative you can put in your own stuff if you want me to check it out over the week or anything like that i will check in on that every now and then wolf alice blue weekend great album gonna be on that playlist i'm gonna definitely it's one of those albums that i I know my wife's gonna love as well so it'll be around my house for the next uh little while for sure at least but it's friday guys so let's relax only a little episode for you today so all these little ones that i do on a friday it's i don't want to commit to doing these every single week but if i feel like it i will and like i said there was new music so i had to talk about it today uh, but it won't be every Friday, guys. We'll just stick to the, the one a week most of the time. We'll call these ones bonuses for no reason. It's just what it is. Um, I've got a little, uh, little jam from one of the old recordings for you today. It's from an episode, fucking September of 2017, long time ago. Uh, it was an episode called Sniffing for Truffles. Um, and there's a little jam at the start of it that I'm going to chuck up here. The reason I'm doing this one is because it's got some unique kind of vibes going on that I might try and explore and actually put into a proper song for you guys. So it might be one of the projects that I'll work on soon. It'll come up in my priority list a little bit. If I put on this podcast, it'll make it more important for me to tend to. But it was, I always dug something about this little jam, but we never got around to recording it and fleshing it out properly. So hopefully I'll get inspired to. Guys, when we do these jams, like those ones from back then, it was literally just straight improv jamming. We would just set up, plug in, and then just start playing, right? And see what the fuck happens. So there's no discussions of what time signature we're going to be in, how long, like what tempos, like what kind of vibes we're going for. Nothing. It's literally just start playing and then just get the chemistry to start flowing a little bit. So this is one of the rare jams that was not in a straight 4-4 time signature. I believe this is all in fives. Um... And it just happened. It just sort of spontaneously came about. So, you know, rhythmically, it might sound a bit disjointed, but that's just us just trying to flesh it out in the room. It is what it is. I like some of it, not all of it, obviously. 
Um, what I'm really trying to listen for when I'm hearing back with these old jams is just like something that uh, will inspire more things to grow. So I don't think of sections as being perfect ever by themselves. It's never anything like that. There's just something that I'll feel inspiration from. And this has that. And I think it's kind of that 5-4 vibe that's kind of flowing through it. Something like that. I don't really know. But um, yeah, we'll see if I can start working on this one in the next few weeks. It could be fun or it could be tragic. Who knows? This is a... Uh, from the episode Sniffing for Truffles from September 17. It's got a little bit of a jam in it. That's what it is, guys. Have a great fucking weekend out there. And remember, hit us up. Um, all the contact details for this podcast are uh, in the description of this podcast. Use them. I don't need to say them every week. This is the Jam Room Podcast. Have a great weekend.